Devil's Advocate. Today, I'm oh, sorry, I'll introduce myself first. <laughs> ah, I'm Ben, I'm joined by Sean, my housemate. Today we're going to talk about which fictional universe is best, in our humble opinion, which one we might actually want to live in. We've selected a few. We are extremely humble. Yes. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that knows me would say that about me. Yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah. All the time. And you'll get that from the podcast as well, and what you listen to. <laughs> You're like, that guy is so humble. <laughs> He's practically Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. The beard's gone now. Uh, I'm disappointed, to be honest. Lord of the Rings, oh, Middle Earth. That's a good one to start with, isn't it? Yeah. Seems a bit dangerous to me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like one war after another, isn't it? Yeah. And it's always like a massive war. And it, as it seems to me, if you're a human, right? You don't live very long, do you? No, not in this war. No. Because them orcs are fucking huge. Yeah. Right? But not only that, you've always got a fucking mad king ruling over you. Well, if you... If you the really... guy from Rowan, he was possessed by that dude. Yeah. That worm-tongue guy. Yeah. And you go to more, the other one, where... The guy becomes king. I can't even remember. It's been fucking ages I've seen them. What's his name? Which? The main character. Aragon. That's him. Where he's supposed to become king of. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, the king there is a lunatic. Yep. Why is there always a he's, lunatic in charge? He's not the loon. He's not the king, is he? He's uh, the regent because Aragon's not there. Yeah, but it's it's really obvious that he's not going to just give up his position when Aragon rocks up and goes. Should do. You're right. Yeah. I'm the king. By the way. Been away for a while. I've come back. Thanks for looking after shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing, though, isn't it? Even even though in that sort of fictional universe, every sort of species lives longer, doesn't it? Like, Aragorn's like 80 in it. Yeah, he looks like a 30-year-old man. So the lifespan is longer for... Yeah, he's like 80. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, he's like 80 in that. Wow. I'm sure he's like 50 or 80. He's a lot older. So like humans do age slower. Yeah. And uh, dwarfs and stuff, they they, they live like hundreds of years. Yeah, elves. The elves are immortal. They can be if they go to that island. So you've got to pally up with an elf, haven't you? Well, even even in in like uh, Middle Earth, they uh, they still live for thousands of years. They they still age very, very slowly. I think if they start getting to the point where they're middle-aged, that's when they just leave, don't they? Yeah. A worst job in there has got to be elf soldier. Yeah. Because the, them guys, they get sent to Helm's Deep. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's only like 300 of them or many. And I think every single one of them must have been thinking, I could be on that fucking boat now. I would have got on the boat. So would I. So I'm not hanging around here. Yeah. So I know I'm a soldier and everything, but I, I didn't sign up to die against this. And what was the point in it? What was the point in staying so that, the, what, they could save Middle-earth? They, their entire species is leaving. Yeah. Who cares about Middle Earth? The, the place is literally in constant warfare. I think it was more to do with the um, the ancient pact because they'd all fought together. So the, the noise you can hear in the background is, is Chloe, the, the house, house dog. The house dog. That's uh, her official title. It is. <laughs> official mascot of the podcast. Yeah, she's anti today, so she's pacing around the house. <laughs> yeah. It's probably quite warm for her too. She's a Malamute. So yeah, it's, it's uh, true. It's... Where was I? Uh, saying basically how it would be a very dangerous place to live. The elves kind yeah, they, of them guys at Helm's Deep. Yeah, like, they get a raw deal. Yeah, most of them leave. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going there, we're going, we'll leave you behind. And then stupidly, some of them are like, we're gonna stay, we're gonna help. We, the humans won't win this war without us because we are the superior combatants. Yeah. Even though there's a lot less of us, so we'll stay, we'll help. They all die. Yeah. They all died. I don't yeah. think any of them survived. Nope. Or very nope. few. No, very, I think, I think they're all dead. Yeah. It, it's not a good place to live, is it? No. Especially not, like, 
if you're the human race, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of humans in it. Yeah. But they are targeted because their cities are everywhere. They're targeted by Urukai, orcs, any kind of monsters. Like in the Hobbit, yeah. if you go back a little further, dragons just flying through, destroying entire yeah, cities, yeah. just burning them to the ground. Yeah. You go, yeah. Yeah. It's not a safe place to live. No, I mean, you go to the woods, you yeah. go and have a bit of a stroll, you take a skin, a couple of skins of wine with you, you think, oh, I'll have a nice sit in the woods, I'll start a fire. Yeah. All right, so you cut down a bit of a tree, yeah. burn it. Next thing you know, looking Ent, You've picking you up, in... you yeah. just killed his son. <laughs> yeah, you just pissed off an entire forest. Exactly. They're all just going to crush you. Exactly. Just drop a rock on you. <laughs> you can't even get, you, know, you can't do anything in yeah. this fucking place. You go camping with your family, you wake up and you're like, breakfast for some trolls. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they, they usually sleep in the day, don't they? And yeah, then they well. wake up at night, so you're getting eaten by trolls. Yeah. If and you're then... a dwarf. And you live in a cave. <laughs> they come in, yeah. angry cave trolls. Goblins and shit. Isn't the, the, yeah. the, oh, man, it just sounds dangerous to it me. It does, it does. And I don't see a good side to this at all. The only the only good side is if you're an elf. Yeah. I, like, yeah. A hot, like a high-end elf, so you're like into politics and stuff. You're not really on the front lines, and then you decide to leave. Yeah. That's it. Because... <laughs> Middle Earth is dangerous, but the whole of like the Lord of the Rings world—I don't know what it's called—but there are places that are safe, aren't there? There's like a land where all the deities live, because Ga- that's what Gandalf is, isn't he? He, he? Yeah. He he floats around Middle Earth pretending like he's a wizard or whatever, but he's actually some sort of deity. All right. And uh, I think he comes from that land where the elves are going to. And the reason why they're immortal, I think, is because they kind of go and live with their creators, which are like these gods or something, or deities. But they're like deities that live on it, on, on Earth, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I think Gandalf was sent there to kind of try and stop Saruman. Is it, no, it's not Saruman, Sauron, isn't it? Sauron, I always get him confused. Yeah. Saruman's the, the, other, the other wizard, isn't he? Yes. The white wizard that, that teams up with him. They're kind of like... There's like these deity level beings, and their kind of job was to kind of just watch over. Well, what they don't they're doing a very good job then, are they? No, they're not. Well, Everything's fucking on fire all the time. Well, I've not read all the books, but I know bits and bobs. And uh, Sauron was actually there was like this really really powerful kind of deity, and he decides that he doesn't like like kind of being peaceful and kind and taking care of all these other creatures like the elves and the humans and stuff and he decides he's going to take over so he goes to this big massive plot of land which is middle earth it's underdeveloped the gods haven't really gone there and he's like i'm going to take all that for myself and he becomes this big baddie and i can't remember what his name is now it's something like malgoth or malgroth i have no idea morgoth or something they end up sending all these gods to fight him gandalf i think uh, is is there but he's quite young or whatever and he goes by a different name he gets defeated and sauron is actually his sort of lieutenant oh right and when he he's kind of he's thrown into like this abyss and then afterwards sauron's like well i've, I've kind of learned all this power all these magic powers and everything from him i could probably rule this place now <laughs> yeah so he takes over so that... so you've always got the threat of a deity level being turning up and well yeah wanting Sa- to enslave you yeah well so that's what sauron basically is he's basically nearly a, a deity isn't he yeah. he's got that big glowy eye even after they kill him they destroy his physical body yeah he's so powerful his soul can't be destroyed so it's just stuck in that eye that's it and it? it's like well okay yeah and even if you kill him, some other evil entity's going to probably rock up. If there's, like, deity-level beings living on the planet, someone will take over. Yeah. So let's sum it up. It's right. a crap place to live. Yeah. I mm. mean, if you're a dwarf, you're getting shanked by a goblin in a cave. Yeah. Yeah? 
if you're an elf. Well, you're living in a cave. It's not no. ideal, is it? Yeah, but they do have them big castles and shit. They yeah, it does look pretty cool. Um, yes. And they're mining, aren't they? They're, they're uh, weaponsmiths. And anyway. you get a shit ton of gold. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but you're going to get shanked by a goblin. Yeah. Or a troll. An orc or a or troll. Or an orc. Cave trolls. Yeah. Going berserk. Exactly. Not right. good. You don't want that. Yeah. Elf. Great. Yep. Unless you get sent off to fight. Yeah, if you're on the front lines. Unless unless you're legless, because he never dies. Yeah, it's only because Orlando Bloom can't act anything convincingly. He probably he can't even act as a corpse he convincingly. Couldn't, he couldn't act. He couldn't. Orlando <laughs> Bloom is so <laughs> bad an actor, he couldn't portray a corpse convincingly. For anyone that doesn't know, Ben hates Orlando Bloom. I think he's alright. He's I mean, a he's, terrible actor. You're saying he couldn't act to death scene. I, I don't know, he couldn't act that's, to death scene. That's scenes. why they didn't kill him He'd off. He'd ham it up too much. <laughs> that's why they couldn't kill him off. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to. They were like, nah, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> we'll just we'll make you we'll make you have plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even doesn't even make a convincing dead body. Just uh, fuck him off. He's uh, cool, man. He's like taking on Urukai, skating down the stairs on their shield, taking out war elephants. He's cool as hell. Ah, war elephants as well. Yeah, yeah, you don't want them. But I mean, they raiders, they raiders turn up. You don't want that, do you? He's rocking up on the battlefield. You're like, yeah, I'm the best guy in my platoon, but one of the best human warriors on the planet gets crushed by a giant elephant foot. First five minutes. (laughs) Crushed by an elephant foot. Everyone's just like, oh man, we expected so much from that guy. Yeah, that guy who's going to kill like 50 or a kind and he gets crushed. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a human, then you get the real shit at the end of the stick because if you're not forced into... Fighting and dying for your mad king yep. constantly against other bunches of humans. Or your then, hero king, you're still yeah, dying for a king. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're probably going to end up as an orc's rape toy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're going to end up enslaved by orcs. Yeah. Um, killed. Well, I'm pretty sure that all the orcs and the Urukai were actually elves. They were they, yeah, corrupt they, elves. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing as well. If you're an elf and you get captured, you get turned into an Urukai. Yeah. That's not great, is it? No. An orc. Um, and then if you're an orc, well, you're just used as cannon fodder. Yeah, because it's just... They, they You've make... got no say about anything. You're yeah. just you're just cannon fodder. No one cares if you live or die. I mean, can you remember any of them? Did he even have any names? I, d- I honestly don't know. I just remember yeah. that one with the dodgy face because he was the general. Yeah, I remember the one that ran. He was like, oh, he blew up the wall. Oh, that was Fireball, Fireball Jeff. <laughs> Fireball Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just like, ah, oh, they were like, shoot him, and he just blew up the yeah, wall. Yeah, see? Legolas. Yeah? Yeah. He saves the day. He's a hero. Well, he should have shot the dude dead, shouldn't he? Should have shot Fireball Jeff down. He took down the war elephant. It doesn't... Ex- yeah. The wall blew up, and most of the elves died at that point, so it's his fault. They got into the fortress in the first place, isn't it? <laughs> he took out his fair share. Only because they got him because of him. <laughs> I think if you're if you're an elf or a dwarf or a human and you have any kind of magic ability, then it's not too bad of a place to live. If yeah. You, if you've got magic, it's not too bad of a place because chances are you're going to be stronger than most people you come into contact with because you've got that magic. Mm. Actually, we're overlooking the really obvious one is a hobbit. I mean, oh, it's a, it sucks to be a hobbit, doesn't it? I mean, it's really wonderful. I don't know, they all look really happy to me in the movies. Yeah, they do, but then you see that thing where, like, it shows you the Yorokai the come in and they just destroy the town and enslave them all. Well, yeah, that's going to happen pretty quickly because yeah. the hobbit soldiers aren't going to be very effective. I against... don't think there is a hobbit no. militia. No, I don't think there is. <laughs> Could you imagine? They're just all pissed all the time, <laughs> yeah. what I've gathered. 
Um, Could you imagine they're, they're like so tiny? You'd have to give them tiny little spears and daggers. Oh man, how long was it, like long would a hobbit spear be? <laughs> it would probably be about a foot long, wouldn't it? <laughs> it wouldn't be very because they're only about three foot tall, aren't they? Yeah, they're not they're massive. Yeah, like children, aren't they? That's why yeah. they always seem to sneak them in places. Bit yeah. of a shitter if you get charged to sneak into Mount Doom, though, isn't it? Good for killing a dragon, though. You can sneak up on it, mm-hmm. assassinate it. Poor dragon. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Well, I was just gonna say it'd be ideal if you're a dragon, but then I guess people, if you're a dragon, you're gonna think you you own the sort of world, so you can just fly into a country and terrorize it till someone eventually kills you. Yeah, and the fact that everyone knows you've got a shit ton of gold. Yeah. So they're going to come looking for and me. It got, only takes his one. And you got that addiction to gold, so yeah. you can't say no to it. Yeah. And the dwarfs love their gold, so you're like, well, I'll just go go take a dwarf kingdom out, live there, and then you got a bunch, like an army of dwarfs coming at you. That's it. And you're like, it only takes one. Yeah. So I think that's all the bases covered. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a, I wouldn't want to live there. No. It's, no. It's, it's cool in theory. The books are great. The, the films are great. But I wouldn't want to live there. Nah. It's not a safe place to live. And even if you've got abilities, like you've got magic or you're a great swordsman, you're probably going to end up dead still. Yeah, skewered. Yeah, unless, you, unless you've got plot armor like Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably must be what it is. It's because he's a terrific actor. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> um, right, well, on to the next one. Okay, let's go to space. Star Trek. Star Trek. If we were going to go to space, we should have went Star century. Wars because that's like better. <laughs> I don't mind them both. Star Wars is better though. Star Wars is marginally better, but I like <laughs> the next generation. No, yeah, Star Trek is alright. Picard, from what I've seen of it, is pretty good. It's 24th century space communism. Everything you need is provided for you, and you can, if you really want to, and you're intelligent enough, you can go off and join Starfleet and go and explore the galaxy. Yeah, the only real problem with that sort of universe, because we'll say universe because it's not really on a planet, is it? They travel all over the universe, is aliens. <laughs> They're the main issue. All the people get on with each other. There's just a very few, like the, what's the cyborgy race? Oh, the Borg. The Borg. They're a massive issue, aren't they? They They are, because they don't care who you are. No, they just go around, basically. They need to make, their their species, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't watched this in ages, I've certainly seen a little bit with you, but they basically go around finding humans or alien species and just putting their sort of technology on them, making them a Borg member. Yeah, assimilating them all yes. into the collective. That's yeah. their objective. Yeah. So that's not a great place to be, is it? If you're no. flying around anywhere where there's Borg ships, you're pretty screwed. Yeah. Other than that, and obviously there's there's been wars and stuff with it, is it the Romulans? The Romulans, Vulcans and Klingons. Yeah. One, I think they fought all of them. So all it's three the of Romulans these... you've got to watch out for. Yeah. The Klingons... You just gotta be sort of careful what you say to them. Just gotta be treat them with respect and be honourable, haven't you, with yeah. the Klingons? They're they're kind of an uneasy piece, aren't they, most of the time with the Klingons? Yeah, they, they just kind of like skirmish against them. They try not to piss them off too much, though, yeah. and vice versa. And... So basically, out of all the alien races in the universe, the main sort of four sort of war ones. You even you can only even say three war ones are the Vulcans. The Romulans are probably the worst, aren't they, for starting... They, they start full-on scale wars. Yeah, they, they? They, they sort of consider themselves to be superior, the superior to everybody else. superior, perfect race. And the Vulcans are kind of like an offshoot of that, aren't they? Yeah. So they're, they're kind of the same, but they're, they're a little bit more peaceful and they're, they're not uh, as violent and instigate. But they still do instigate sometimes. Well, Spock give a killer chop. Yeah. That's the uh, Vulcan death chop, isn't That's it? The Vulcan death grip as death well. Death grip, yeah. So, and then... Um, Obviously, the Klingons there are just a warrior race. They'll just fight anyone. They just—they're they're not trying to get the sort of 
intergalactical domination. It's just he's like to fight. Yeah, that's just fight. They're yeah. basically like that drunk guy that in the bar that just thinks he, he can fight everyone. That's it. Yeah, that's all they are. <laughs> They've had one too many. Like let's let's just fight it out. Like an English tourist after a football match. And then the fourth <laughs> one's like the Borgs, which they're not really trying. Because to... they they came in later, you see. So yeah. They're like, for ages there was just like this. Like, yeah, there was wars, but. You know, it's all pretty peaceful, and then did someone create the Borg? I don't know. They come from out of the galaxy. I can't remember the backstory on. Okay, they just fly around assimilating planets. Yeah, so they're probably the biggest threat. They're the biggest threat because they can literally take over the entire universe. They they could do, and if it wasn't for John Luke Picard, who's like the hero of the entire galaxy, maybe possibly the universe. And let's just say this, considering he's like how old in the original one? In the next generation, he was, uh, I think he was 55. He's 55 like and he can beat up like three Klingons. Yeah. Guy's a badass. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's just get that out there. The guy's a badass. He, he, he's not afraid to throw hands if he needs no, to. Nor was Kirk, though. Kirk, well, Kirk yeah. was more of a punch first, ask some questions later. Nothing wrong with that. If you're in space, you got to. Space punch. Space punch, yeah. You got to. Sometimes you got to. <laughs> But still, you know, living in the society though, yeah, would be great. I mean, yeah. you've only got to go to st- you've only got to go to the Federation if you want. You join Starfleet if you want to. Seems like if you work hard and you're kind of an honourable, caring person, you can work your way up the ranks and yeah. become a captain. As so yeah. there's no need to fight over resources. You can treat That's each it. other well, respectfully. Space Not communism. Either. Yeah. The only communism that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from China, that's kind of <laughs> Soviets for a bit. Yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, that, that Vietnam's one. Vietnam's still going. That one would be a pretty safe one to, yeah. to live in. You could get to see plenty of planets. That's it. I mean, you can. If you join the Federation, it wouldn't even cost you anything because you can do it for your job. So you yeah. can literally travel all over the universe, all over the galaxy. So that's pretty awesome. See some sites for free. It's yeah. like joining the army, isn't it? But. Yeah, but that's dangerous. Yeah, because I mean, remember all these Starfleet—they're not a, a ship. They're not ships of war. They're yeah. ships of exploration. Yeah, so it's like it's like joining joining the army, but less dangerous. You can travel the world. You can see some sights, travel yeah. the universe, see as many planets as you want without getting blown up. And what happens Usually, on the holodeck stays, stays on the, on the holodeck. holodeck. Yeah, always important. Yeah. So the only real worry is accidentally bumping into Borgs or uh, Vulcans or Romulans that's and it. pissing them off. Yeah, but if you're out there exploring, yeah, that's dangerous, but space is fucking huge. Your chances of actually finding something yeah. you'd think would be quite remote. Yeah, I think that's worth pointing out. The, like, when you, you watch the show, and I haven't watched the show in years, I know you like you enjoy watching it again and, and again every couple of years, but when you watch the show, you have to understand, especially when you watch The, the Next Generation with Picard, is that... He is like this kind of hero that unfortunately is forced into these situations of battle and war and stuff. Yeah. The average sort of, like, I would imagine captain wouldn't bump into these people very often, wouldn't bump into the Vulcans very often, wouldn't bump. No. They wouldn't get, and if they did, they wouldn't get into these altercations very often. So it's only because he kind of, he's, he's unlucky, but it's also lucky that it happens to him because then he yeah. saves everyone. Well, he's more of a diplomat, but he knows yeah. how to fight, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, uh... So he's kind of, he's lucky. Well, he's not lucky because that sort of stuff's not great to be happening, having your ship attacked, but he's lucky it happens to him because he can save the day. He's always there. Yeah. I'd live in the Star Wars universe. Star Trek universe. Star Trek. Yeah, I'd live in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would as well. I don't think I'd want to be a captain, though. Oh no, I'd just chill around getting my 24th century communism thing on. Yeah, it seems like too much work to be captain, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Much easier just to be like maybe one of the higher ups, be promoted a little bit, then just kind of rest on your laurels a little bit, go to the holodeck whenever you feel like it, have some fun, yeah. hit on some alien chicks every now that's and then. It. That, that, that sounds great to me. Yeah. Just sitting uh, sitting down smoking cigars every now and then. <laughs> I think they do smoke in that universe. I don't think I've ever seen anybody smoke in that. Nah. Yeah, I must, there must be someone who does. They probably don't, because I, I would imagine the TV show was created so that families would watch it. Yeah. So, and, and at that point, they probably weren't pushing smoking because of the science. Well, in the 60s, I suppose. Mm, I don't know. Science is there America. a little bit more? I can remember cigarette advertising as a kid. They didn't get rid of it that was long it ago. Was it in the 60s? The, the original was set in the 60s. Was in the 60s. Next was generation. Shatner. No, Shatner oh, yeah, was like Shatner, yeah. 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 Well, maybe they smoked in that one. Can you remember no, that I have one? No, no idea. Did you watch that one much? I was a kid, but yeah. I, I prefer the next generation. Yeah. Um, don't mind the new movies, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Okay, then. What should we go for next? Moving on to the next one? Yeah. Star Wars? Star Wars, then. We don't know much about the society of Star Wars. The average society of a planet. Naboo looked pretty affluent. Yeah, this is the thing. We've had, like, what, seven, eight films altogether? So yeah. there's, there's, like... No, nah, there's, like... Nine films now, isn't it? Because there's like Hans the Solo. Oh well, remember there's you got your nine and, and main Ro- Skywalker saga, and yeah. then there's Solo, uh, Rogue One. Yeah. And then there's the Mandalorian series, which yeah. is fantastic. We definitely recommend you watch that. Yeah. Definitely. But it seems basically like uh, well, we were saying this the other day. They're definitely the Mandalorian. Is a lot of the time it's like uh, it's almost like uh, a western. Well, yeah, it is. Isn't it's it? a space western. Yeah, but it, it's not just the Mandalorian. You get that feel in Star Wars as well. There's there's a yes. lot of sort of dusty planets, isn't there? Where yeah, there's not yeah, maybe yeah, much yeah. resources and there's lots of deserts and gunslinging. Sort of you go into these sort of. Oh, Hannon is a gunslinger, isn't he? You know, he's yeah, like he is. Pistol on his hip. He's... Yeah, yeah. It's like when they go into the bars, they're all very saloony, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. And yeah, it just seems like, just like in a Western, everyone seems to die except for the main sort of characters. <laughs> Unless you're great with a, a blaster or you're a Jedi, you're screwed, basically, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so, I mean, I think if you live in like one of the the central sort of areas of maybe like the Empire, yeah. even as the Empire or the Republic before or the Republic yeah. after... You're probably okay, yeah. But you just live a normal life, and you've got the, the technology to make sure you live longer because you know the text. You know, it's a long, t- long, uh, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, but somewhere in the future. Yeah. And then people are human. Most people are human. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know they just live a normal life, don't they? Unless you get called up to fight for the Empire. Yeah. Or That's they decide not great. to destroy your world, but. I mean, Alderaan must have sucked to live on Alderaan when the Death Star blew it. I'd be like, oh, I was all for the Empire. <laughs> and you got blown up anyway. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? You didn't get a choice. It's like, I voted for you. Blow <laughs> <laughs> him up anyway. That's it. Which one? No. Yeah. I was pro-Empire. <laughs> My planet. <laughs> Make Empire great again. <laughs> yeah. You got Mega. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's like you said. Some some of these planets, when they're not in times of war, like Naboo, is a pretty yeah. pretty good, it's a nice place. Yeah, it's a pretty good place to live. And some of the other planets they visit, pretty good place to live. Yeah. But uh, in times of war, not so great. It's not so great if you're a slave though on the outer rim. There's is a it? lot of slavery in that, isn't it? And it's like on the outer slavery. rim where the republic's reach or the, the empire's reach isn't as strong because they're not so important. Yeah. I think the empire let it go on because. It's a little bit corrupt, isn't it? 
Probably, yeah. Well, the, the Empire, it's, it's kind of crazy because the Empire are the bad guys, yet they kind of do a slightly better job at ruling the galaxy, don't they? Do they? They do, really, because, like, when, when, the, when, when the, the Republic seemed to work for a long time until Palpatine got in, Jar Jar voting him, nominating him for the position of fucking High Chancellor. Jar Jar just shouldn't have been in those films. No, He's... don't just not go down we that Jar Jar. We, we can't talk about Jar no. Jar. Still, even after all this time, it's still a source. <laughs> no, because I'll be on, I'll be on it for a long time. That's another reason why you wouldn't want to live in that universe. Cause if yeah, because bumped... Gungans everywhere. Yeah, if you bumped into a Gungan, that's it. <laughs> oh no, you'll be able to get rid of him. Cause you'd be, be that... branded a racist as well. Cause you'd be like, not fucking Gungans oh, again. Fucking ain't Gungans, are you <laughs> bloody racist? What's up with the Gungans? They're all right. My mates are Gungan, but they're annoying. I've got lots of Gungan friends. I just find them annoying. <laughs> Especially Jar Jar. Especially Jar Jar. Yeah. Whose fault all of this is. Yeah, he was created to be annoying, I think. So that people would to remember sell toys. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I think that the Empire the Empire did kind of they, they, they made it a better place to live, didn't they? No, because they were at war, they were fighting the rebellion still for twenty years. I mean that they, they were corrupt. They were definitely corrupt. But they were always at war. Yeah, because... And then they stopped cloning people and just started kidnapping children. They were always at war because the Republic kept starting fights with them. Because they didn't want to live under a Sith dictatorship. Some dictatorships work quite well. That that one, yes, it was... So when the Empire turns up and steals your children to use as cannon fodder in some shitty war... This is why none of them... Is that all right? This is why none of them can aim, because they're like, I didn't sign up for this. They ripped me from my family at four... (laughs) Or you're mentally fucking tortured and broken down and reprogrammed. Do you think that's why they can't aim? Because they're like they're taken from their family at like three or four, and then they rapidly age them. So it's just like a, a giant just four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Super roids. It's just like a giant four-year-old with a blaster. Like uh. apparently, uh, it's something. That is, they can't hit because they're well. The clones are just blanks, aren't they? I've heard um, I, I've heard that they the, can't um, shoot people who are force sensitive or something like yeah, that. Yeah, force sensitivity means they can't aim very well. Yeah. they struggle to focus, so they can't aim. With normal people, they can hit them apparently. because yeah. like episode four, Kenobi goes, uh, "Oh, only Imperial stormtroopers are this accurate," and you're like, yeah. "Are they? They've never hit a thing in their life." Not for what I've seen, Ben. Yeah, nobody's died. <laughs> not a single person has died by a stormtrooper. That's it, and you've got to be a really unlucky rebel soldier. Yeah. Although in Rogue One, there's those cool black stormtrooper armoured dudes. Yeah. yeah, but they're elites, aren't they? Yeah, so they can actually hit people. They rock up in The Mandalorian, don't they? I think they do at yeah. some point, yeah. When they're stuck in that thing and they bring out that giant machine gun thing. Ah, like, uh, yeah. They're setting it up and they're like, we'll give you a day to think about it. I'm like, don't give them a day to think about it. <laughs> give them a day to get, get away. <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And then that's what happens, they get away! <laughs> they just blow the fucking hell out of the place! <laughs> just oh. say, give up now, you've got three minutes, because it takes three to five minutes to set this up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not a great place to live, is it? I personally think that the, that the Empire, despite it being a ruthless dictatorship... And just Okay, the reason why I say this is because... The Republic were in charge for a long time, and every planet they go to is dusty as fuck. Yeah. Everything's falling apart. It's like they've got super high-tech doors that open up and all that. 
but then they've got signs that are falling off the wall. You can't get a <laughs> screwdriver and tighten it up. It's because the Republic, the Republic don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They're the good guys, man. They are the good guys, and you want to root for them, but you've got to admit the, all, the, all the planets go to shit. The Republic was perfectly fine. It ran the galaxy for hundreds of years. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is when it was the Empire... They had a giant Death Star. They had yeah. that level of technology. They had two. Exactly. No one should have that much power. No, but they had that and it looked all shiny and new. That's what, no moon. <laughs> what, what did the Republic put up? I didn't see a single bit. I didn't see. Did you see any new houses being built? No. I bet they were doing like. They, had to, they were too busy. They were on a war economy. Yeah, exactly. Every time they take over, the economy goes in the trash. They're on war economy. They were like, they making the X-Wings. Em- the Empire was on war economy. They get wiped out. They disappear for they like... They don't pay their soldiers. They get wiped out. They disappear for like 20, 30 years. And he comes back. He's back to life. And he's got an entire freaking fleet. Spoilers. Yeah. He's got <laughs> all, the- all of them were Death Stars. Yeah. They were like, oh Death no. Star Each weapons. one of these can destroy a planet. And there's like 500 of them. Yeah. That's how much money he had. And he was funneling that into all the world's economies. The Republic were like, nah, we don't want to be told what to do. Fuck we, it. Do, we don't want 500 travelling Death Star ships. Do you want to know what it is? Basically, it's a space western. They're the cowboys that don't want to do what the law says. So the Jedi, if you, if you break down the Jedi sort of thing, they're all freaking nuts. They well, are yeah. the heroes, but they're nuts, aren't they? they they literally like, okay... So we want to be good, we want to be honourable, we want to take care of everyone, but you can't have feelings, you can't get married. If you have any feelings, negative or positive, they could corrupt you, so feel nothing. Yeah. It's like, that's a cult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then, so is the Sith. No, but the, yeah, but the Sith are like, okay, you're human, you have feelings, let them in. <laughs> and yeah, they're like, let the negativity fuel you, but how often has negativity fueled greatness? We have great music because of it. Yeah. We have great art because of it. It's also fueled genocide. Oh, it does. It does. <laughs> I don't think... I think making... <laughs> oh, yeah, well, tell you what. In Utero by Nevada, 94. Pure ranks, that album. Pure <laughs> rage. Yeah, Sean. The Holocaust. <laughs> Six million people dead. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying... I think you have a flimsy argument at that point. <laughs> I'm not saying... All of the murders that the Empire gets through mm. is a good thing. All I'm saying is the planets look alike. They're lot- wiping out 14 billion people at a time. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a great sort of structure. I'm not saying it doesn't have flaws. I mean, all right. In theory, no one else should rebel now because, hey, they just destroyed 14 billion people on the planet they were on. But they still do. With one shot. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's great. All I'm saying is that the, the planets that completely do whatever they say and go under the Empire's thumb, they're thriving. You see that in the films that they're thriving. Are they? They're under military control. Oh, great. So, I've got, so I'm coming home late one night from the fucking cantina, <laughs> right? Staggering back, I'm just like... I'm just a dust farmer, like 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 farmer. Uncle Owen. Yeah. A moisture farmer, like yeah. Uncle Owen. Yeah. I've had a few. What the hell's a moisture farmer? I don't know. I've always wondered that. Nobody I, questions no, it. No, no, no. Um. So and I'm stumbling back to my speeder. Yeah. I've had a few. Yeah. You're a bit late. Next thing I know, I've got Imperial stormtroopers rocking up. Excuse me. You know, ID. Yeah. Oh, you know, worse than an American cop. These fuckers. <laughs> Right. Too, soon like, <laughs> <laughs> Too soon for that. Too soon for that joke. 
<laughs> Carry on. Right, so I hand them my ID. Yeah. They look at it and go, well, you, you know, where you been? I'm in the cantina. Yeah. Well, you're drunk. Well, yeah, I am, but I live in the desert. I can't eat anything. There's this, this, you know, once I'm out of town, that's it. Yeah. You know, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And they just go, no, nah, sorry, and shoot you in the face. They wouldn't shoot you. They just arrest you and throw you in jail for ten oh, years. Oh, great! What's an empire prison look like? <laughs> I would imagine it's quite fancy, to be fair. Really? Do you think well, I've got a, they, they, they they got a Star Wars version of an Xbox and whatever Scott? You know, and Sky on, have I? But, no, they're beating <laughs> me every day and making me do hard labour. In all likelihood, let's let's admit it, they would force you to become a stormtrooper. Probably. They would force they you into military, me. into military service. Yeah. They'd mind wipe me and throw me into the fucking stormtroopers as cannon fodder. And it'd be so, like, your mind would be so broken, you wouldn't be able to hit anything. Exactly. And that's the story. And then that. I get impaled by some lightsaber one day. Yeah. Now who's, the, now who's the bad guy? You, the poor innocent guy, or the Jedi that just cut well, you in half? I wouldn't be in that position if I lived in a fair society. If it wasn't controlled by a military dictatorship. <laughs> all I'm saying... By an evil wizard. All I'm saying is that the Jedi had their chance, the Republic had their chance, <laughs> and every time they seem to Things be... Things were going pretty well until bloody the Sith got involved, mate. I mean, were they? We've seen all the films. Yes, they was. Everything was good. They were so peaceful, they didn't even have an army. <laughs> all... The Jedi just go out and mediate disputes and everything was peaceful. All I'm saying... <laughs> Palpatine rocks up, ruins it for everybody. Oh, I love winding you up and stuff like that. All I'm saying <laughs> is that the Jedi... Are a little bit crazy. Yes, but there's a lot of crazy people. They turn up. They they say this kid has force sensitivity, and they just take him. They took a kid. That's even everyone knows that they, going to be a Jedi means you're gonna have an awesome life and a laser sword. They brainwashed him and told him he couldn't be with the woman he loved. Which, no. by the way, she was a bit of a pedo. Let's be honest, she was. Well, maybe they won't. Maybe everyone just thought. He's never going to bang her. She's got 20 years on him. Yeah, that didn't seem to stop him, did it? <laughs> no. But no. They, they brainwash him and they wonder why he goes crazy and kills everyone in the cult. <laughs> it's because they brainwashed this unstable. They said at the beginning when they interviewed him, he's too unstable. Why'd you let an unstable child with a lot of power into your cult and give him a because, lightsaber because train him? Because the idea is to, make, to improve him as a person, make him more well-rounded, be at one with the force. How did that and work cre- out for him? Well, everything was going okay until, until, Palpatine. until gre- creepy Grandpa Palpatine fucking <laughs> Grandpa stops Palpatine. in and starts going, because he knows that Anakin's got a bit of doubt. He can feel it in the old force. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did I ever tell you about Darth Plagueis the Wise? He could bring people back to life. Oh, was it possible to learn that? Oh, not from a Jedi, I know, but you know. From a Sith Lord? Maybe if you sort of... Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That makes it sound even creepier. Well, I used to say what happened between them. They were alone a lot. <laughs> All I'm saying... Especially as Vader. <laughs> All I'm saying is it seemed like the Republic didn't really know what to do every time they won a fight. They seemed to go in, win a fight, and then leave the leave the, leave the planet to, to its own devices. It's like, sorry we just had this giant battle, galactic battle, in your atmosphere... And on the ground, which I don't know why they need to fight on the ground when they can just fight in the sky. You still gotta take these places with teddy bears. Oh, you <laughs> we moved we moved away now. We're under the oh, like so Endor. I, I just know I'm just yeah. trying to wind you up. Don't start. Don't talk to me about <laughs> Endor. You weren't there, man. I'm just trying to wind you up, and I know the Ewoks pissed anyway, you off. Right. But yeah, 
it, it just seems like they just caused devastation and they're like, we're really sorry. We'd love to fix this this war-torn planet we've just created. Now we've won this battle that the Empire started. We didn't start it, by the way, but we're out of finances. We need to go fight another war. So good luck with that, mate. And they fuck <laughs> off. And you're there with your spear <laughs> and, your t- and your tiny little teddy bear feet. And, a, and an irradiated forest because yeah. that Death Star went critical, yeah. blew up, yeah. Yeah. and bits of radioactive metal are streaming yeah. down onto your planet's surface. And you're just there with your little spear and your teddy bear paws and legs and you're yeah. like, why is my fur falling off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, your, your skin's... Blistering. And then Han Solo's like, don't worry, buddy, we'll come back. And he never fucking comes no. back. He never come- Actually, I do think he comes back. I think there's a comic or some shit, and he comes back in that with uh, Chewie. I can't remember, to be fair. Yeah, yeah who cares? There he walks. Yeah. <laughs> We're not coming across as great here. We're insulting Gungans and Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, all, yeah. gu- all Gungans matter. A tangent aside, I think we can agree, unless you're a, D- a Jedi or a Sith, it's a pretty crap place to live. Or, if you work for the, uh, if you work as, say, a stormtrooper and you're really low level and you don't see any of the action. Oh, you just get stuck on some, why don't you just get stuck on a peaceful planet? Well, I was going to say. Because like, you just be trotting around then every day. I was going to really say the, um, the two Mandalorian, the two, the two stormtroopers in Mandalor in the Mandalorian, they're, like, low level and they don't see any action and they're sat in their ass all day just basically talking shit. Yeah. That would be awesome, and I think they should make a spin-off show of them. Now, <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty fun and pretty safe, and you just walk around looking like a badass as a stormtrooper. But then, spoiler, they get the shit kicked out of them, their arm broke. So even the, even the low-level ones seem to get beat up. Yeah, don't don't punch Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that that's the moral of the story. Baby, yeah, that's a reason why you'd want to live there, just for Baby Yoda. Yeah. I'd want I'd want to go to the Star Wars universe and just steal Baby Yoda. Yeah. Become a bandit or a mercenary. Or just go to the planet and find and adopt one that's meant to be an orphan. I think that like Yoda's like the last one and they've cloned him. That's my theory. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out like season four probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to stretch that story oh, yeah. arc. Because who doesn't want to see more Baby Yoda, let's be honest. <laughs> I could watch that guy for seven seasons and not get bored. <laughs> yeah. Right, should we move on? Yes. So would we live in the Star Wars universe? No, I think. Unless we're a Jedi. No. Or Sith. Or I'm just on one of those peaceful planets and I just who's accepted Empire rule and just left to get on with their own devices. Or as long as they pay their tithe. Or you're a cocky, gunslinging uh, Smuggler. Band. For smuggling bandits yeah. that woos all the ladies and travelling some... <laughs> travelling around with your six foot dog yeah and for some reason you have plot armour because you somehow miraculously haven't been killed in the meantime because you have <laughs> no lightsaber you're fighting guys that have blasters multiple guys that have blasters and you've just got Chewy who uses Chewy a... is worth like four dudes yeah man. but he uses a... he's worth like eight but he's got a crossbow he's got a he's got a... I can't remember what they call that um, but yeah it's, it's, it's a bowcaster it's a yeah. laser gun it's freaking awesome to be yeah. fair. Just looks like a crossbow. It's, you know, it's Wookiee design, man. Yeah. Who are you to fault Wookiee design? You're like, I see you don't like Wookiees yeah. either. <laughs> they're six foot dogs. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> I want a Wookiee friend. Um, yeah, so unless you're Han Solo. Yeah. Or Chewie. Or Chewie. To be fair, though, all of Chewie's race pretty much gets wiped out, though, don't they? There's like him and like seven others. Yeah, but still. They survive like mass genocide. Yeah. Which I think Darth Vader does. Oh man. So it's a bit of a dick move. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. 
it's not a good place to live no, really no you always got that risk of someone coming down and wiping out your population haven't you or you're just like ah you know what I'm having a great today, day today nothing could be ruined and then you just see this giant laser come down your planet <laughs> gets blown up yeah. you don't even see it happening you're like why is the moon out are we supposed to have an eclipse yeah. today what's up with that moon and then you just like a pew, and it just comes into the ground right between your legs. You know, boom! And then it just like you see the big pulse come down at you, like yeah, oh, you get vaporized. <laughs> it's like uh, what was the what was the film we were on about the other day? Independence Day. Yeah. And they're when they stood right under this under That's the skyscraper, <laughs> and they just go oh, and then boom. Uh, let's move on, yeah. All right, yeah. All right, so. Let's do Sean's favourite. My favourite. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Doesn't seem too bad. I mean, life, you and I live it, is just as it happens anyway. Unless you're with you live in, Yeah, you live in, if you live in 21st century Britain, yeah. life's just as it is now. Yeah, unless you're... You, and if yeah. you're a wizard, then you get to see all the other cool shit. But you have got fucking dementors that will try and steal your soul. Yeah, this you is, have got a this dark lord cropping up now and again. Yeah, it seems like every like hundred years or something, a new dark wizard appears. Yeah, it, despite the best efforts of the school systems, it's ridiculous as well because it always seems like the dark wizards are always like way stronger than the good wizards. Like in the film, they're all the only like notable, notable, yeah, notable, notable, yeah, strong wizard is Dumbledore. Yeah. And he's like the only guy apparently that can hold his own against Voldemort. Yet there's like a ton of dark wizards that serve under Voldemort that are like really heavy hitters. Yeah. And you're like, wait a sec, why is it he, he kind of attracts all these super powerful wizards that are like evil? And then he is like super strong to the point where none of these good wizards can stand a chance against him. I think it's like there's more good wizards than bad wizards. Yeah, I guess. Does that it? work? I, guess. I don't know my Harry Potter lore as well as you. Harvard. <laughs> I like how you stuck that one in there. I grew up as a kid reading the books. Yeah, it seems like... I, I know some of the history, not loads. There's some proper, like, Potter heads, I think they're called. Uh, but, um, if you, I always think you're a bit of a moron if you, like... On, on your Facebook bio, you put, you put your Harry Potter, Potter house. Oh, yeah. Like, you, if I'm, a like, I'm a Hogwarts. I'm a Slytherin. I'm a, who's a Hufflepuff? No one wants to be a Hufflepuff. I wouldn't want to be a Hufflepuff. You'd be a Hufflepuff. I would not be a Hufflepuff. You like plants enough, you'd be a Hufflepuff. I'd be a Slytherin. You like plants enough, you'd be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. they all stoners. <laughs> you would be. You'd be selling them all to the other Hufflepuffs. You're like, look, I grew this, grew this really good there, shit. So I don't know this. Is there a thing with that? Is the Hufflepuffs are they, they're like the people who do plants and potions? Yeah, they and grow, shit? they grow plants. No, oh, so... Slytherin like to do potions. Right. The Slytherins, because they're they're sort of headmaster. That's Chloe walking around again. <laughs> the headmaster's the potion master. Yeah. The Hufflepuff, well, not headmaster, the head of house. Head of house. Right. The head of house of Hufflepuff is the her- herbalist. Yeah. Teacher. Okay. So right. so that's why I'm, um, I'm not sure what the. The Gryffindor one's McGonagall, but I don't know what she does, to be fair. I don't know what she teaches. I'd imagine she probably teaches history or something. I have no, I have no Magical idea. Magical history, no, maybe? No, I, I have no idea, to be honest. So, I, yeah, but the Hufflepuffs today, they like their potions and stuff. Right. And mixing stuff, so. And, and flowers and plants and stuff. The Slytherins, they, they like their sort of poisons and transformation stuff and oh i go for some of that yeah they yeah polyjuice potion or whatever it is so you can pretend to be whoever you want for a day oh, i fucking go for that yeah yeah you can do whatever you want then can yeah. you <laughs> yeah i'm definitely you'd use that for evil wouldn't you yeah <laughs> i'd be a dark wizard fuck yeah it, you why would not? be i'd be a death eater get a dementor friend yeah try and tame one 
No, I just get one, take them out of the piss. Yeah, they're not great, are they? The fact they that are the, an occupational hazard. Yeah, if you're a dark wizard, you're not very good at it, and you get captured by a much stronger. They, I think they call them aur- auroras. They're like the com- major combatants. They're your top tier good wizards. That I think Harry Potter becomes one at the end of the books. I have no idea. And uh, I think he does in the films as well. I can't remember. But he, he go basically they go around and they hunt all the dark wizards and capture them and throw them in the prison of Azkaban or whatever which is where all the Dementors live. Yeah. And if you try and escape then, because obviously if you're a dark wizard, you, you can't just put them in a, in a building, can you? No, you've got to have some kind of threat. Yeah, they'll just blow their way out, won't they? If, yeah. you, if you're like one of the most powerful, if you're like the 12th most powerful wizard on the planet and you're a dark wizard, you're not going to be held back by a, a building and a few a few mages, are you? No, do they ever get out, though, the Dementors, and just, you know, go off and steal someone's soul yeah, again? Yeah, well, that's no fucking good, then, is it? Yeah, I think the reason why they, they stay mostly in Azkaban is because the good wizards basically promised them, like, infinity souls, basically. Yeah, right. Because every time a dark wizard gets out, they can eat them. They're allowed to eat them. Yeah. So they can just constantly... And, and they, I think they get enough sustenance just by sucking a little bit of your soul out. You've seen that when they get attacked, and they yeah. just... Uh, suck a little bit of your sort of life force out well that's it but i think they just keep on feeding if they could yeah i think that's what they do whenever your prisoner steps out of line the dementor just goes in just sucks a little bit of life force and then flies out again it's terrifying isn't it yeah if if you're a dark wizard and you're really powerful there isn't a lot that's going to be able to stop you but that thing can basically attack your life force and unless Mm. you're an incredibly powerful wizard you can't stop it you've not got your wand on you so there's nothing you can do. Always carry your wand. Always carry your wand. But also let's remember that if you go into the fucking woods, yeah, then you've got giant spider. Oh yeah, you probably wouldn't go to the world just no, for that. No, not going to the woods. Giant that. spider. Giant spider. Don't deal well with that. No. With um, all of his, all of her spider children. Yeah, there's a shit ton of them. Yeah. Right, all ranging in size. Yep. Not going for that. No. And you've got uh, like a fucking griffin thing trotting around. Yeah. Right, but there's also a unicorn. Yeah, there's a lot of magical beasts. There's well, like... yeah, you've got all the magical beasts. Yeah, and they're probably not that friendly. A lot of them aren't. Well, there's the films. I'm guessing you haven't seen them. The, the um, no, yeah, the, the the magical beast films, basically. No, I haven't seen them. Yeah, there's there's two of them. I wouldn't say they're not friendly. They're just wild. They're just wild animals with a lot more power than than sort of our normal animals. Yeah. So that makes them a lot more dangerous force. I wouldn't fancy getting gored to death by a griffin. The, um, that beak's going to go straight into your gut, rip your intestines out. I mean, that's not a nice no, way to go. No, it's not a nice way to go. The, the, the two mag- magical beast movies, there's a guy called Newt Salamander. He's the main character, and he's basically wrote... In the original Harry Potter books, they actually study the magical beasts with the book he's wrote. Oh, right. He's from the past, so these films are like based in like the 80s or whatever, these two with the magical beast ones. And it just shows you him basically going around collecting all the magical beasts. And a lot of them, they're not sort of all violent murderous creatures they just they get scared so they just attack first and because he's so calm he's kind of like the beast whisperer sort of thing (laughs) so he's got like an entire sort of like building sort of magical sort of be my autobiography that would what the beast whisperer the beast whisperer (laughs) (laughs) he's basically got this sort of extra sort of dimensional thing warp where he keeps them all yeah so he keeps his sort of collection of them Seems a bit cruel. Should we just let them roam free? Oh, I think he, he usually just takes care of them till till they're better and then lets them roam free. Oh, right, but there's right. a few that he keeps indefinitely, I think. So he's like Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, well, uh, I'm already bored of Harry Potter. Yeah, I knew you would be. It's, it's, <laughs> it seems like it would be a pretty good place to live if you were a wizard and the Dark Lord of that generation, whether it be Voldemort or whichever the one was before, I can't remember his name now. Bob. 
Bob. We'll call him Bob. Yeah. But it seems like if you that Dark Lord has just been killed. You'll, you and, get born. And there's no significant Dark Lord wizards that are powerful enough to take his spot. It would be the perfect time to be a good wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the perfect time to be a very talented Dark Wizard. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> because you can take his spot. So, other than that... But it is worth noting that all the Dark Wizards always lose, so why would you want to be one? I don't see, I don't, I've never understood that. Well, I do understand it, because that's why they write it. They write it so the good guy wins, but these Dark Wizards are like all heavy hitters, so why do they lose against these less notable characters? Yeah. Like, there's one, I can't remember her name now, she's like the most powerful female sort of villain in the films, like, I can't remember Is it that one who were Eleanor Bonham Carter? Is it, is I think place? so, with the really scraggly hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, she's like the strongest sort of female bad sort of uh, witch or whatever. And she gets trashed by Ron's mom, who's like a stay-at-home mom. And it's well, like, yeah, it wasn't Ron's mom. Wasn't when the Weasleys like part of the original Dumbledore killing crew? I'm not sure to be. The Weasleys fair. and the Potters and all that weren't they all like part of the Order of the Phoenix or something? Yeah, I think. So I... they were like already, they, you know, she's like commando mom but I don't think his dad the dad's that strong I'm pretty sure I can't remember but I think in the books he nearly dies because he's, he's not that strong but the mom's a beast apparently this stay at home mom could have been like one of the strongest auroras of all time she takes out like one of the most deadliest witches on the planet yeah you're like why are you a stay at home mom go kick some ass we yeah. need you on the front lines <laughs> get out there you have been throw her out the window go kill Voldemort for us yeah. we need you on the front line <laughs> or Harry Potter <laughs> specky twat yeah, he can't even find his glasses half the time <laughs> but yeah Harry Potter would be a good place to, to kind of grow up and live if you were a wizard and you just wanted to learn magic and just travel the world and have fun with your magic become a professional Quidditch player that would be an That'd awesome be job right, yeah, it's yeah. safe not you really can... it's pretty safe it's not yeah some of them die don't they yeah. fall from their proof okay it's not 100% safe then and they have the like uh, the beaters and the bludgers so they like they have this bat where they hit it at you don't they yeah, they it. hit the ball towards you yeah, knocked out with one of them. That's going to hurt like hell. Yeah, because you're just falling off your wand. I mean, yeah. all right, they, uh, off your wand. <laughs> off your wand, off your broom. But yeah. then again, I'm sure one of the teachers in the class will stop you dying. Yeah. Well, if you're a professional, you'd like to think someone catches you. Well, that's if you're it, a pro, because yeah. they got like pro players. It's like it's like football. Football. Oh. But yeah, I would imagine it would be a fun place to live if you weren't notable or important mm. if you had like most of these places then really yeah, if you had, apart from Lord of the Rings if you had above yeah Lord of the Rings is great <laughs> if you had above average magical ability and you got like a job as a like a low level aurora and you just travelled around and did like simple tasks that you got paid for and you could do magic then it would be pretty cool yeah. if you've got to hunt dark wizards it's not a great job yeah. is it not a great world to live in no yeah that that is not probably... I wouldn't pick that one to live in just for the fact that there is always seems to be a dark wizard ruining it for everyone. <laughs> it's always the way of things, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Well, you can't have good storytelling without a villain, I guess. No, this is true. What should we do next? Underworld? Underworld. Vampires versus werewolves in an everlasting war. And interestingly enough, it's one of the few where they actually write the werewolves as immortal as well. Because usually it's just vampires are immortal and werewolves yeah. usually have just an extended lifespan. But in those films, they're immortals. Right. So why so are they fighting? They're fighting because they're, fi they're fighting because uh, a long, long time ago when the vampires were in charge, yeah. they were basically like a, a super beings. So it goes really far back to like 
when there was just like two or more. I think there was one immortal, and he had two sons. Right. And then one was like bit by a vamp, by a bat, and and one was bit by a werewolf. Well, that's just really bad parenting. Or something like that, and it gave. That is appalling parenting. Yeah. Why is he letting his children be attacked by wild animals? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's they're attacked by them or they eat them or they gain the powers of them anyway. The the son that is bitten by the vampire or whatever becomes a vampire. He becomes a vampire with no negative sort of effects. So he can bite other humans, turn them into vampires, and they serve him loyally. Yeah. And he's a, sort of like this vampire boss. It's awesome. There's no negativity to it. His brother, on the other hand... Oh, about the people he's bitten to serve him? That doesn't sound like a very nice life. Yeah, because if you're one of the first ever bit, you become a vampire lord. Mm. It's awesome for you. If you're one of the sort of five or six, they're the ones in the films that they get woken up to to be in charge every couple of hundred years. Oh, right. And then they rotate out. So if you're one of them, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And okay. then he, one of them will then bite someone else who then becomes one of their lieutenants. It's like an intricate army system. Okay. So you're like, you got your head sort of guy who actually is just, he rotates out like the other vampire. This is a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it's a vampire (laughs) pyramid scheme. So you got this immortal vampire that creates like five or six others and there he he basically creates a system where it's like, we're the lords, Mm -hmm. we're in charge, even though, you know, he's in charge. He's the oldest, he's the strongest. But he's like, every couple of hundred years, we'll go to sleep and we'll cycle out so there's only one of us in charge. Makes it hard to kill us all. It means there's always a leader alive. Yeah. So they cycle out, and that's what happens. And it, they don't. There's no conflict then as well because you haven't got two high-level vampires fighting for power. Yeah, true. So it's clever. Good idea. Yeah, it's clever. The brother, on the other hand, gets turned into a mad berserker werewolf for no thought or thought or reason. <laughs> so he gets shafted basically. Yeah. And then what he does is he's he's like this massive berserking rage. He just goes around biting other humans at random, trying to eat them, and creates. Mass amounts of werewolves that can't turn back into humans. That's a shitter. Yeah. So then the vampires, because the humans are basically their slaves, their servants, these vampire lords, they obviously want their food stocks protected. Yeah. They don't want to get wiped out by these berserker werewolves. So they go on a mass hunting, trying to wipe out all these werewolves, and then try and capture the sort of king werewolf so they can put him away in a prison forever, not kill him because he's the brother of. Their, their sort of yeah. their leader throw him in jail for all eternity so he's not causing any havoc not causing all these super beasts that are really hard to kill problem is is when they're killing one of these werewolves one of them was pregnant right and they give birth to a human who can then shift between the two okay right and at will is, or yes, just when at, there's a moon at will eventually he learns to do it at will wow. and he is the one you remember in the films and he's the leader of the werewolves yeah yeah, yeah. that's him right okay. i can't remember his name but that's him he is the original werewolf that can shift right and after that the vampires then think great we could have an army of, of werewolf slaves that are intelligent like the humans were their slaves yeah. and they were also their food source but they were like great they're not as fast as us but they're as strong if not stronger so let's get let's get them to bite these humans and we can treat them as slaves because they're stupid, they're, they're not as fast and we can keep them under control and they can build shit for us. Yeah. We can have entire cities. So they do that. And that goes on probably, I can't remember, in the films for like a couple of hundred years or whatever. And then all of a sudden this werewolf guy's like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I'm basically creating slaves here and I'm as strong as these vampires, maybe not as strong as all the vampire lords, but I'm definitely stronger than all the regular vampires. Why am I basically being treated like a bitch and forced to turn all of these humans into werewolves and treat them like slaves? Yeah. It's not fair. 
So he basically tries to escape and he takes a bunch of werewolves with him, bites more along the way. This is how you have this rebellion that turns into like a thousand year war. So basically, this is Spartacus. Yeah. But with vampires and werewolves. Basically, and the werewolves are like the underdogs who are hiding in the sewers, hiding in cities and towns, trying to build up a resistance. The problem is, they're fueled by their rage and their temper. It's hard to rally an army doing that, isn't it? Because yeah. all they want to do is fight all the time. There's actually a scene where the main character in the underworld, the male main character in the underworld series, Michael, who becomes the hybrid, doesn't he? Yeah. In the films. Yeah. He meets that werewolf leader, doesn't he? And they're showing him oh, the camp. It's been a long time since I've seen They're this. showing him the camp, and two werewolves are just beating the shit out of each other. They're just <laughs> full on going brawl, and it's like, well, why would you do that? You, you're already losing the war. Why give away another soldier and injure another one? Yeah. And it's because that's all they know. They like to fight. They're ruled by their emotions and their rage, unlike the vampires, who are quite clever and conniving and don't really feel a lot. But I want to cheer for the werewolves in this scenario. Yeah, because they're, they're the underdogs. They're the ones that were treated really badly. Underdog. Wolf. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. That's yeah, why I did that joke yeah, earlier. Yeah. You didn't notice. Yeah. Well, who would you want to be? A vampire or a werewolf? I'd go with a vampire, I guess. Would Could... you want to live in this, this world? There's an eternal war going on, so there's always a chance you might have to get into a fight with the werewolves. Well, maybe I just lay low. But then at the same time, you can create... Is it a coven? Do they call them covens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you could basically, if you're one of the higher vampires, you just bite like 30 or 40 humans and turn them into vampires, and they serve under you. And they can be men, women. And it's like alluded in the films that because they're sort of group of vampires in the film where it's Kate Beckinsale, Selena, yeah. or whatever. Her coven is being ruled by this guy who's a bit of a jackass, but he, he claimed he killed the werewolf leader so he's been promoted and he's in charge right. and he's basically just turned a load of women and he's just having orgies every day doesn't sound so bad and parties every single day and the whole sort of coven's turned to shit <laughs> I'd want to be a werewolf just because I think the vampires are dicks well I haven't seen enough of the movies to make a judgement yeah but I mean I've got an eternal war but what if I'm just like a vampire and I'm strutting around. I can go out at night. I can go out in the day, can't I? No, they can't go out in the day. Oh right, not even one of the not even one of the vampire lords. No, they'll still burn. I think the only way you can go out in the day is if you're one of those hybrids. Ah right, okay, all right. Like so... Michael, and then I think later Celine becomes one as well. All right then. So let's say that I'm uh, trotting around, maybe staying indoors a lot in the day. Yeah. And or whatever with the with the blinds drawn. And I'm, I don't know, I'm an antique dealer. Trying to seduce beautiful women and then turn them into vampires, offering uh, them uh, immortality. Yeah, and then maybe I'm strutting around dressed like Hannibal. Yeah. You know. In a nice suave suit. Yeah. Saying, would you like to live forever, beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That sounds appealing to me. I'd rather I be mean, a wolf. I mean, being a wolf, yeah, that's great, but at the same time, I don't want to just like, have a fight for no reason. But my point is, if I'm just laying low as a vampire, living my life as just a normal dude, faking my death every so often, start leaving it all to someone else who's me, yeah, and, you know, all that, yeah, would I get sucked into this war? Probably. If one of sort of the higher-ups told you to, you'd have no choice because you were probably bitten by them, so you'd have to serve them. It's kind of like, it's like a system where whoever bit you, I think, is in charge of you, basically, and you kind of uh, have to serve under them and do as you're told. It's like a dictatorship. What if my leader died and at the same time I just did a runner? It would move. You'd move up then. So if you were bit by one of the one of the sort of the lords, you would then become a lord. I'd imagine. Yeah, what if I'm at the bottom rung? Ah, you probably wouldn't get called then. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, or if you... I just did a runner one day. It depends. If it's like in modern day times, you could probably get away with that. Like back back in like the 
for when it first starts off, it's kind of like you don't have a choice. You have to serve in the vampire army. Yeah. Because they were like massive sort of battlefield wars. But a lot of it's been fought underground during our time. So it's like little skirmishes. So chances are you probably, if you were a low-level vampire, you wouldn't see much much warfare. You know, I could just be walking out at night. Either that know. or a werewolf would come up behind and just tear your head off. Well, at least it's quirk. Because the uh, the vampire bodies, unless you're one of the lords, isn't as durable. So if they get you, if they grab you, the, you're like incredibly fast. But if he comes up behind you and grabs you, it's just tearing your head straight off. Oh, right, shit. Yeah, the, the werewolves are strong, but they're, they're slow and dumb and they're, they're fueled by their rage. Except for some of the sort of high-level ones that have been around since the beginning. Yeah, to control the they animal. Can control the animal. I mean, the, the, the kind of leader of the werewolves. But he's, he's been around for pretty much ever. Yeah. So, but I'd want to be a werewolf just because they're all shredded. They're all hench. <laughs> they're all hench as fuck. They all turn into this massive hulking beast. Super strong. If you've been around for a while, you're really fast as well. Is that it? You just get to fight. <laughs> you just get to fight all the time. It looks pretty cool to me. Vampire orgies for me. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You know, I'd just be strutting out at night walking through the park. You know, tapping my cane. Yeah. Wallet full of cash. Yeah. Might go out and do some drugs. You know, I'm a vampire, an aristocrat, you know. I don't know if the drugs would work on you because they have a massive healing factor. Uh, well, I'm getting drunk. I find you, a high-class escort. Don't you get drunk unless you find something, like, stronger than your healing factor. I'll go out and have a few drinks. <laughs> but mingle. Miss being drunk all those hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Then, um, you know, go and find a high-class escort. You just need to get drunk off women, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm passing... I know this dude's a werewolf coming up this way, and I just sort of ignore him. Good day, sir. The reason why I wouldn't want to be a vampire is because... No, is he going to kick off at me, or is he just going to go, yeah? Well, they are. Well, the werewolf. Yeah, they no. have, like, had a thousand-year war, so probably try and kill you. The well, problem... Good day, sir. The reason why I would want to be a werewolf over a vampire is the werewolves, although they're controlled by their emotions and their rage, they still have feelings. A vamp- oh. The vampires, everything's dulled. They're emo- they have these crazy orgies, and they don't really care. Mm. Because they've been around for thousands of years, their everything is dulled. Their emotions are dulled. They can't get drunk. They can't get high. They they can't feel love. A lot of them don't feel love. They they they're just they're not in relationships. And if they are in relationships, they still fuck everyone because they don't care about anything. They don't feel anything. Really. Yeah. It's kind of a a crappy existence because the the, the the emotions are dulled to the point where they're nearly dead. There's some perks. Because you are nearly dead. So. There's some perks. Yeah, yeah, there is. The giant vampire orgies is a massive perk. There you go. Drinking blood and then seducing the woman of the blood you've just drank, I guess, is a massive perk. Yeah. So it's like your dinner's dinner and your date is sorted exactly. all in one go. Exactly. Anyway, all in one it's go. It's a cheap date for you. Yeah, exactly. Would you live in this one? Uh, yeah, I think I would actually. Mm-hmm. I'd risk dying in the war to be a badass werewolf. Would you? Yeah, well, I'd probably go on the vampire side. I'd probably try and avoid the. Would you live in it? Yeah, why not? I'd, I'd be the same as you. I'd try and avoid the war. Yeah. It'd be harder for me to do avoid the war than you because there's a lot more vampires than werewolves. So pretty much anywhere I'd go, I'd probably bump into a vampire. They yeah, li- but obviously walking to the park and just raise my cane at <laughs> They you. literally, Selena's one of them. They literally have a squad called the Death Dealers and their job is to hunt down werewolves because there's a lot less of them. Yeah. So get a, get a squad of like six vampires, these Death Dealers, get them to hunt down one werewolf. Well, it's not going to stand a chance, is he? No. Nah. If he's just travelling through city to city. Trying he could to... be like the littlest hobo. Yeah. Could be a decent life. Guess so. Yeah. All right. I'm a little bit undecided, but I'll put it on the list. 
All right, then. Because I don't know anything about anime. Right, I'll talk you through this one. Don't one, go into too much detail. I won't. One of the... <laughs> yeah, I, I won't, don't worry. One of the... You're saving the best to last, aren't you? You're saving 40k to last. Your favourite one so you can talk about it for like an hour. I think we're going to be probably making this a two-parter. And the, the second part will basically be 45 minutes of Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> and people just won't listen to it. <laughs> Warhammer nerds will. Yeah, that's true. Right, so basically we'll do My Hero Academia. Okay. All right. Which is an anime, as you've just said. But Cartoon. An anime, not a cartoon. It's a cartoon. America makes cartoons, Japan makes anime. Oh, it's anime. just a fancy branding tool. It's a cartoon. One's an art form. One's They're both just... art forms. So someone drawing it. The Simpsons is not an art. Of course it is. No, it's not. It's crap. It's cultural. It's cultural. Because... The Simpsons have been a massive influence yeah, on pop culture cultural in the last 30 years. It's cultural because it's been around for 30 years. Yeah. doesn't make it great, though. You know, the people who like anime are usually fat, neck-bearded men who wear trilbies and wield a sword. That's that's not and true. go out there in the garden and, and cut melons. That's not true. And tip their hats to ladies and go, hello, mom. And they get really offended when a woman tells them to fuck off. That's not true. So that was, they, they, that claim was true. To be, they claim to be part Japanese, even yeah. though they're clearly ginger. That's the same stereotypes that create racism, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, those stereotypes haven't been true for nearly 20 years. I've seen a lot of them on the internet. Most of the people I know that like anime are very young and attractive, so... Okay. Like, in there, like, 16 to sort of 25, 30 mark. That's usually my sort of generation and the generation before. The after, even. They're the ones that are usually into anime. And it's becoming very popular now. It's actually... I'd say it's very mainstream. It's, It's probably, in the next sort of 10 years, going to be... A ma- like like you've just said, a massive pop culture. It's going to be more influential than probably stuff like Simpsons, South Park, and stuff. It's on Netflix. They put they put out more anime now on Netflix than shows some months. It's cheaper. It's not cheaper. It's it's more expensive sometimes, unless you've got high end actors, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of them, they hire high end actors now. Hollywood people are getting involved with it. Well, there is. I mean, people have realised. All the Studio Ghibli films, or Ghibli, or however you pronounce it, I'm not sure. They they've got like A-listers that voice those because they're like the Japanese equivalent of Disney, and they've got like A-listers like. Um, is there a Studio Ghibli World? Uh, I think there is. There probably is. But anyway, my choice again. Anime is not nerdy. Warhammer <laughs> 40k is nerdier. If you did a vote of 100 people, more people would vote to watch anime than they would play Warhammer 40k or read any other literature. So I win that argument, and now I'll move on. <laughs> right, so My Hero Academia... Nerd! You are a nerd, yes. <laughs> My Hero Academia is a world, basically, where human beings have evolved to the point where almost all of them have something called a quirk, which is essentially a superhero power. Right. It's a power. They're born with a random quirk, and it is random completely random usually but as time has gone on and more generations have passed on quirks are now starting to be passed on from like parent to child and no, some... so it's, it's obviously something genetic there yeah and, but at, um... fir- at first they were like the first generation it was just pe- babies started being it kind of happened in like the super eight... babies yeah in the eight i think the first baby that was born had a really shit quirk like they could glow or some shit but That's handy. in like the seven in like the 60s and the 70s all these babies were being born and they were having superpowers and everyone was like, whoa, what, what's happening? And it was kind of the next step for human evolution. Is it explained why? No, it hasn't explained why. But as time's going on, 
these people that have quirks it's now got to the point where 90 percent of the planet ha- are quirked and only 10 percent are quirkless that's completely shit for the 10 percent it is it's really shit do they have to do all the shitty jobs in society are not they treated as an underclass no not really because Brilliant. they're so spread out i mean and quirks a lot of quirks are it's at the point where a lot of quirks are shit so because they're sh- because they're shit it doesn't really matter if you've got a quirk or not because you don't necessarily need it for your job so you could be a news reporter and you wouldn't need it but then you could be a news reporter that flies so that'd be useful but you wouldn't actually necessarily need to use your power but then there are some people that are, no quirks are the same so you might have a crappy quirk like you can breathe fire like I can make all my bones dissolve at will. Yeah. So or it could give be... myself stage four terminal cancer repeating. Yeah. Like, like... De- Deadpool. Yeah. So, yeah, you could have you a... You know, re- I'm just literally... I just go, what's your power? I can give myself cancer. <laughs> could you give... If you can give other people cancer, that'd be an awfully powerful power. No, but you just go, I can give myself cancer. And they go, really? And you just go, hang on. So, yep, there you go. <laughs> you get rid of the cancer. No, you just die and then just come back to life. Oh, okay. <laughs> So yeah, you could have a power say that's really crap. So you can only levitate things as big as a cup. So that's handy. It is handy, but it's it's gonna only help you a little bit with your job. It's not gonna make a massive difference. I was just thinking of tipping a beer can to my mouth. But then it. yeah, but then some people have much more powerful quirks. So you get some people with like strength quirks, so they might be able to lift ten tons. And because handy. some people had better quirks than others, some people would then obviously not need them in their day to day work. So you might be you might drive a train or a bus, so you're not gonna need your quirk for that. Because we still need uh, normal day-to-day jobs. Yeah. But then you might have some sort of quirk where you can build tech. So if that's great. Work in a tech company where you can build futuristic tech. Awesome. But um, some people were born with quirks so powerful that they needed to do something with them. Obviously, some people thought, oh, great. I can steal and take whatever I want. So then yeah. super crime was started. So then we needed a force to stop them. So these superheroes started appearing and they were being vigilantes. But... People were getting hurt, things were getting destroyed, and it wasn't good. I was so, like, super crime! Super crime! <laughs> so basically... I'm just picturing a big crime of like <laughs> big bold letters, and then the C's got wearing a cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, every, co- every government on the planet decided, okay, 90% of the planet has quirks, 10% doesn't. Some of these quirks are at hand, some people are using them for evil, killing people, yeah. attacking people, stealing money, destroying monuments... And other, oh, no. and other people are then trying to stop them with their equally powerful quirks but there's no system and people are getting hurt injured and, and that so they created the hero system right. which is basically where you work as a hero and you get paid to do it so every time you perform a heroic deed yeah. depending on how big of a deed it was if you if you beat a higher like high level villain you get paid more money right and if you were a hero then you could also create a like a, a hero sort of firm where lower oh, heroes, yeah, where yeah. lower heroes could work for you. It's like Batman and the Bat Family. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's the head of the company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Robin, you're out tonight. Yeah. Uh, but go it, with Batgirl. But it became a it became like a thing where you could like have an entire like company. It's an entire yeah. firm. You could oh, be, this that takes you to the boys then. Yeah, where, yeah. It's like where the, the boys. firm hires them out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you could be like literally a top end hero, one of the best in the country, say in England. And you decide to, I'm going to set up a hero, a hero sort of group, and you have like ten lower level heroes working under you. Yeah. And they'll work under you, and they'll get paid, and you'll get some of that money, and you'll have a a place where you work out from, and you stop these villains, and it may, it can be quite profitable. Basically, I'm just like the Avengers. I'm making my own Avengers. Yeah, team. but you get paid for it. Yeah. The government actually pay you to to save the day. Cool. And there's like 
there's like health benefits to it so if you get injured the, the government because people were getting hurt when they were when they were fighting yeah, these yeah, villains. Yeah. so there was a system implemented and there's a ranking system as well so you can be like the the 100th best hero in the country because it's all ranked you like first to how i'd say there's this 2000 heroes in the country you can be ranked between first and 2000 so that'll encourage you to try and work harder as a hero so you can move yeah, up the yeah. ranks. If you're in the top ten, you're basically famous. You're making like millions a year. Yeah, so you're like one of the top WWE wrestlers if you Yeah, basically. So each time you beat a villain, they're probably call when they call you in your group or if you work alone, if you don't want to build up a group, you then turn up and you fight this villain. He's probably one of the most powerful villains in in America, in England, or wherever you're you're stationed. So when you beat him, no other heroes probably could beat him around. You get paid millions for that fight. Yeah. One fight and you get paid millions. Is it televised? Yeah, usually the news surround it. So it's just like, uh, like say UFC, say Conor McGregor, he pulls in millions, doesn't he? Each yeah. fight, whoever fights him, you're the best and most famous hero in your country. Everyone loves and adores you. What do you get beat though? That's a massive downturn to morale. It is, yeah. You can literally drop in the rankings. You, well, you just get beat and killed. Oh, that happens. Yeah. You get killed. You get killed, and then someone else rises up to first. They try and turn up, try and stop him. Maybe they get killed too. What happens if he's just the most powerful dude out there, and no one can stop him? Well, that's the thing. See, the, the anime's not caught, the anime's not caught up with it. But in the manga, there's a guy that nobody can stop, and he started killing all the heroes. All the top heroes are getting killed. Uh, nobody can stop him. What do you do? Let him take whatever he wants. Yeah, he's like he's already he's already like wiped out like half of Japan. <laughs> And then so, go, let him have what he wants and wait until someone more powerful comes along. Up, yeah. yeah. So is there a darker side to this, to like selective breeding? Yes. Because you'd be like, hey, baby, I can do this and there click is. your hand and like throw yeah. a fireball. There is, actually. And I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, but I can do this. And yeah. she sprays ice out with her hand. And you go, oh, let's put that together, yeah. fire and ice. It's funny you, you, remember, the con you yeah. remember the conversation I said the other yeah. day. So the number two hero, or he's number one now, but for a long time he was number two, uh, Endeavor. So he uses flames. And yeah. he, he's super powerful in Japan. Number two can control flames so hot he can literally incinerate an entire city. The number one hero, All Might, he's like top of the top, super strength. No, Superman. Yeah, he is basically their version of Superman. He's not as strong as Superman. He's probably about as strong as the Hulk, or maybe a little bit stronger. About the same sort of thing. But he is their Superman, essentially. Yeah. And Endeavor could never beat him. So he thought, if I can't beat him, I'm going to have the perfect child that one day can. So right. he basically tracks down a woman with a perfect sort of quirk. So every, a lot of quirks have a drawback. If they're super powerful, they have a drawback. Yeah. So Endeavor's is obviously easy. He overheats. If he fights for too long and he goes too hot, he start his his flames start burning him. Right. Because he's going so hot he could melt steel. So yeah, yeah. Eventually, that's going to take a toll on your skin, even for someone that's nearly flame. Is he always tanned? No, I don't think he is. No. But he does have a flaming mustache, oh. which is pretty awesome. That's pretty swish. So a lot of them have drawbacks to to their quirks, like All Might's because he's super strong. The more he fights, the more sort of damage that does to his muscles and bones. But he's so yeah. tough, it takes a an incredibly strong opponent to do that to him and he has to be fighting for a very long time but he thinks if i can get a son and i don't know why he wants a son but it's got to be a son that has this quirk my quirk it's one of the most powerful on the planet but it can be cooled yeah. awesome so he then marries he, he basically sets up an arranged marriage as you know is quite common in japan they set up, yeah, it is. <laughs> he sets up an arranged marriage with because he's he's a millionaire, isn't he? Because he's number well, two, yeah, 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 so yeah. anyone's going to want to marry number two. So with a family, with a nice 
hero, he marries her so that his son will have flame and ice. So that I hope he... now that he has loads of kids and none of them have it and then a girl gets it. He has about six kids and one gets fire, one gets ice, one gets too much fire, one gets too much ice and then eventually on like his fourth or fifth he ends up having this kid that's basically perfect half and half. Is it a girl? No, it's a boy. Ah. He pushes him so... He's actually got a massive scar on the one side of his face because he pushed him so hard that, that he snapped and tried to fight back against his dad and his dad hit him so hard he, he scarred his face. Well. He's got a massive burn over his eye. Yeah, so selective breeding is definitely a thing to try and get more powers. That's dark. It is dark. But you would go that way, wouldn't you? Usually you expect that sort of stuff from a villain though, but he, he is a bit of a knobhead. But it's awesome. You can get born with a great quirk, become a superhero. You can basically make as much money as you want then. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. And even if you are a shit... Obviously very dangerous though. Even if you've got a shit power and you still want to be a hero, you can still do it. You just do it illegally and be a vigilante. <laughs> and they actually have a spin-off manga called Vigilantes with all the people that wanted to be superheroes and they didn't have the power to, be, to pass the test. So there's a guy that basically he can... He's, Super slippery. <laughs> so he slides everywhere. And he wants Lube to be, man. Yeah, and he wants to be a superhero. So And everyone tells him he can't. And he, he fails the test. But he goes and does it anyway. And he, end up, he ends up saving the entire city in, in that manga. Did it so, involve sliding? I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sliding. A lot of sliding. <laughs> he actually meets a guy who wants to be a hero that doesn't have a quirk. And he's basically like the vigilante's version of Batman. Right. He goes round. His quirk up. is he doesn't have a quirk. Yeah, he goes round. That's what he's like. That's literally what he's like. And he goes round with like some knuckle dusters, <laughs> beating up super-powered heroes, getting the shit kicked out of him. And his quirk is basically willpower, like Batman. He <laughs> just goes around beating people up, and he helps that sort of guy who slides learn creative ways of using his quirk because he doesn't have one. Yeah. So thinking out of the box to actually make him a better hero, sort of thing. Even though he's a vigilante. But yeah. It's almost like if you get born into that world, you're, you're nearly guaranteed to become a hero. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and if you're not going to be... It's not bad, is it? Yeah, even if and you... And you've always got the option of a life of crime. Exactly. And even if you were, your quirk is shit, you've still got a superpower, even if it's shit, and there's nothing saying you can't train it to try and get better and to try and become something. So there's a guy on there that you probably would like. He, he calls himself... What does he call himself? There's something gentleman, he's always rock round with a suit and he's always drinking tea. And he actually failed the hero exam, so he becomes a villain. Yeah. And he becomes an incredibly strong villain because he spends like the next 20 years training his quirk. So yeah. his quirk is he, he creates barriers. Yeah. It's a very weak quirk when he's a teenager because he just creates these little barriers. But over time, he learns to create the, make the barriers bigger and control the barriers so he can bend them. But then he can attach them onto things. So he, he actually has a fight with the main character and he attaches it to a steel thing on a building and it bends when you say a barrier what do you mean like a, an energy bubble kind of thing it's like or? yeah it's like a it's like a flat energy bubble yeah but it gets so strong that he can apply them to, to like thin air so yeah. he can use he can make them malleable so they bounce so he's got a springboard so he can basically float in the sky yeah he can attach them to materials and because he can control them completely that sort of space he then ends up being able to bend steel essentially there's a bit yeah. where he fights the main character and there's these sort of steel scaffolding and he just he bends it and he's like, if you don't catch that, it'll only stay straight while I'm in the area. I'm leaving. It'll turn straight. And because it's been doing this, wobbling, for like a minute straight, when it straightens, it'll fall and it'll probably crush everyone down below. Because it'll, it's wobbled, vibrating yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. so violently. When it solidifies again, it'll just fall. Yeah. So then he, 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 it's like a really powerful ability. 
So I personally would love to live in a place like that. It does seem kind of dangerous if you're a non-quirk just going about your day-to-day life with the next thing you know, you've stepped into the middle of a superhero battle. That's true. And you just get lasered in half. That is true. That would suck, wouldn't it? Yeah. Or if you've got a low power that can't stop that laser yeah. ability. Yeah. Or, you know, you just, or you just, maybe you, you could be the most powerful one of the lot. You stood there, you get a hot dog. Next thing you know, laser to the back of the head. And you're dead. You're dead. The thing is, in that world, is there is a, because of the hero association, there's a ton of heroes and not actually loads of villains because they keep them... They, once they capture them, they keep them contained, they throw them in jail, in these high-end jails that they, they can't get out of. So yeah. it's actually much harder in that world to become a strong villain than it, and be a successful villain than it is a hero because they haven't got an organisation. Oh, there's no villains guild. There well, is. that's that's where you got to start then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that's what happens in the manga. See, this is what's happening now. The guy that's kind of nobody can stop, and he's killing all these the the top ten. He's like wiping them out. He's killing them one by one. He's destroying Japan and all that. He's created like a, a villain guild. Nice. Of like top. He's like gone round collecting all the most powerful villains, and he's like, right, we're gonna start a war with the heroes. And they just didn't have that level of organization. Yeah. And now they do. So what's this guy's power? Super organization. Decay. Everything he touches to decays instantly. That's a shitter. Yeah, it's like super... Oh man, he doesn't work on himself, does it? Uh, no. Oh my god for that. Why's he gonna wank? It's super effective, so literally he just has to touch your wrist and that's it, your entire arm will decay. And if you don't chop it off, it'll decay your entire body. Well it'll turn you to dust instantly. Like within a matter of seconds. Like the second he touches your finger, it's dust. And it'll travel up unless you cut your arm off. Yeah. And that's a deadly quirk. Yeah, you don't want that. No. Because you can't actually get touched by him. And his mentor, the one that's trained him... What if I wear gloves? That might work, possibly. you probably disintegrate the gloves, though. His his mentor can actually steal quirks. And I think in the manga, he's just he's just passed his quirk on somehow All to right. him. So he's given him that ability as well. So not only can he decay, I think he can now steal other quirks. So he's basically unbeatable. So that's a dangerous guy. Yeah. That's a dangerous guy. So that sounds like it could end up being a potential shit show for me in whichever, you know. Don't live in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> don't live in Japan. He's gonna, yeah, but once he's got Japan, he's going to... Don't live in Japan and don't live in America because nothing good ever seems to happen in America or Japan. I'd <laughs> never live in New York. Yeah. yeah no. Because everything bad always happens, happens in New York. Always happens in New York. Yeah. It does. Always happens. Don't live in America and do not live in Japan. And don't live in China either. <laughs> <laughs> not even really for powers just don't live in China <laughs> there always seems to be something going wrong in China yeah. always yes I, I think... would live there and I, I, I fingers crossed I'd get a good quirk <laughs> I, I would live with that to yeah. be fair you know that doesn't see though the danger of getting just strolling down the street and next thing you know I'm being crushed by the Incredible Hulk because yeah, he's well, been punched away you have that same fear if you were in the marvel universe or in the dc universe whenever you've got superheroes and, and people with powers that could happen at any point in america there's the battle there's the battle of was it the battle of new york did it happen in new york what the avengers won yeah yeah see it's new york it's always new york <laughs> i know the entire of new york gets wiped out why would you live there all the avengers fine they're all fine how much collateral damage how many deaths oh well, not so many, because Cap being the badass he is, saves everyone, everyone out through the bunkers on the subway. He saves everyone. Yeah. Because he's Cap. Because he's Cap. Yeah. Iron Man did all the work, really. He's the smart one. He's the brains. Cap is on the ground directing self so, the perimeter. It's the, sa- it's the same concept, though, isn't it? If, you've got a, if you live in a world where there's a bunch of people with superheroes, unless you've got a high-end superpower, you're fucked. 
Yeah. Unless you live in one of the cities that doesn't really get attacked because it doesn't really have supervillains, doesn't really have superheroes, then you're safe. Boston. Yeah. Seems all right. Nothing seems to... <laughs> we should Google that. Is there any Marvel heroes in Boston <laughs> with a Boston accent? Yeah. I'm not going to attempt to do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just not going to be safe, is it? You're just walking around in Gotham, you get shot by a villain, or Batman turns up, beats the crap out of him, and you're traumatised for life because his bat guy came down and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, someone. but on the plus side, he might take you with him. Train you. And train you. And then you're the new Robin... All the new outfits. I'd love to see you rocking around in tights. <laughs> Come along, Batman! <laughs> Oi, Batman! Time oh. to save the day! Hey, Batman, can we go for a pint in a minute? And he's just like, Robin, I, you don't have to wear the tights, they're optional. <laughs> just wear some trousers. <laughs> we have trousers. And you're like, I like the tights. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the tights. Yes! <laughs> Why are you wearing the original Robin costume? It's like, <laughs> don't you want some armour? No. <laughs> It's like, Ben, you don't have to be Robin. You're a grown man. You can be whoever you want. We'll think of another bird name. You can be the falcon, the hawk. Now the hawk's taken. You can be the eagle, anything. Well, you can even be... You can even be the... Nah, actually, it doesn't matter. I was going to say the bald eagle. Why not? Powerful, powerful, powerful. creatures. Just like me. That's twice I've teased you in two podcasts about being bald. I was like, I don't care because uh, how much did your haircut cost? Yeah, but I look. How much did your haircut cost? I look like I look like I should be in Peaky Blinders. That's fine. How much did your haircut cost? Like twenty quid. Twenty quid for the beard as well. Twenty quid for the beard. Yeah, which might cost me. (laughs) Free. Yeah. (laughs) Did it myself. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know how much it's cost me to shave my beard? Free. Yeah. Did it myself. Sorry. Yeah. I win. I've got 20 quid. I've got an extra 20 quid. How often do you have to shave that? Uh, About once every three weeks, I guess, (laughs) noticeable. That's awesome. Genuinely. Like, it saves on a lot of time. I did this two weeks ago. No, a week ago. A week ago tomorrow. That looks like a week, yeah. Can you see anything? You're sat across the table from me. There's a tiny bit. Like, a little bit of fluff there. Yeah, it's, it's like... I feel like if it wasn't if it wasn't blonde, if it was like dark, we'd see it more. Yeah. There's stubble there. There's definitely stubble there. You just can't really see it because it's blonde. If it yeah. was if it was black or brown, you'd definitely see that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. Um, I think we're gonna make this a two-parter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we'll continue this. It's because he wants to spend an hour on 40k. That's what it is. That's the only reason why he let me stick the anime one in there. Yeah, no, because there's still some more to go through on the list. He spent five minutes going, nerd, nerd, but the second I'm like, nerd, with 40k, but no, no, it's not, it's not. Henry Cavill does it. Henry Cavill does it. He's not a nerd. He didn't spend like like 20 minutes making a YouTube video on how to build gaming PCs. He's not a nerd. (laughs) He he doesn't spend like an hour a day painting these Warhammer figures. He's not a nerd. For him, it's... Henry Cavill is the biggest nerd ever. He literally... The Witcher is one of the biggest sort of nerdiest books out there slash games out there. And he's the main character of that. Superman's one of the oldest and nerdiest comics. Who's also... He's one of... He's a massive loser, Superman. is. He's like the biggest nerd ever. He's like, oh, I'm a news reporter and I'm like really nice and quiet and don't speak out. I'm so meek. Because I don't want anyone to realise I'm Superman. Another nerd. (laughs) He loves playing nerds. So, Warhammer is nerdy. <laughs> we'll see. Super nerdy. Well, I think it's a damn sight cooler than than this. Than what? Than the uh, anime. Anime. Yeah. You haven't even watched My Hero Academia. 
No, but I did see that bloke then with the gun for a head. Gun face or whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah, gun face. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty good. You liked that. I liked the theme tune. Yeah, you liked it. You sat down and you were like, I might watch this at some point. Yeah, because the theme tune was awesome. No, it could be no, it wasn't. You said, oh, cool, a guy with a gun for a face that's a detective that wears a duster and smokes all the time. That's my kind of guy. Well, yeah, all right. Yeah. Ah, there we go. There we go. Uh, I do like Attack on Titan. Yeah, there you go. See, you're an anime nerd. Ah, well, maybe. <laughs> I'll never admit to anything. He's going to go outside and start, like, chopping watermelons with I'm going to get a katana now and a trilby. Yeah. <laughs> and a neckbeard. I'm surprised you don't own a trilby. I don't, actually. <laughs> yeah, I've never owned a trilby. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Yeah. Seems like the sort of 40k sort of nerdy thing to do. No, 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 no. 40k players just overweight and have BO. And uh, <laughs> overweight and have BO. <laughs> and usually watch it's in their unkempt, oh, straggly no. beards. no. Yeah, that's usually the 40k crowd. And no yeah. offence, I love you all. Henry Cavill, especially you. Yeah. Do you want to know You want to know why anime is not so nerdy anymore? Because of OnlyFans? Because of all those thoughts on OnlyFans fan, that dress up in the cosplay? Yeah. So it's mainstream now. Everyone was like, oh, she's really hot. I wonder what that cosplay's all about. And yeah. then they, they ended up watching anime. So, yeah, thanks, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to hire me and give me lots of money, I'd appreciate that. You can set your own up. Yeah. <laughs> that dude did it. Yeah. Yeah, for a fiver. It was in weird news on Clint of the Bull for a five. Real, uh... He'll, you rate your a, genitals. Yeah, rate your genitals. <laughs> for f- 10 quid, 15 quid, he'll send you a voice recording, and for would 25 you, quid, he'll send you a video. Would you rate someone's genitals for a tenner? Fuck yeah. <laughs> just staring at dicks every day. Well, you just haven't got to look at it. You just go, yeah, it's all right. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'll give that a uh, six out of ten. Well done, mate. if you want a detailed description on what you did and didn't like. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, only a message, you don't speak to them live. What the pros and cons? It's of... a message. It's a pre-recorded message. Oh, you don't okay. speak to them live. So you okay. look at it and go, yeah, it's about a six, mate. Well done. Yeah. No big as mine, obviously. Well, you could just sell foot pics as well. That seems to be pretty profitable on OnlyFans, apparently. Yeah. I don't think mine would sell for much, though, to be fair. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah. But that seems to be pretty profitable. Oh, what? Could... Sorry? Selling foot pictures. Oh, foot pictures. Yeah, foot pictures. Yeah. yeah. Pictures of your feet. Yeah, I don't want that. No. You could rate people's feet. Oh, no, no, I don't want like... He's already got the, di- the dicks. The dicks thing. <laughs> you can't steal that one. He's... Rate you, I'll do a rate you rate your breasts oh, for a fiver okay. <laughs> you just get out some man tits <laughs> oh, yeah. hey they're paying me a fiver <laughs> you get to see tits it doesn't matter what tits they're paying me a fiver for the privilege does it matter <laughs> all I've got to do is go yeah mate crack him crack him you have a cracking pair of tits buddy <laughs> <laughs> you know anyway thank you for listening Come back for part two. Um, we've got to give you a tease, obviously, for Warhammer 40,000 will be in there. Which you can skip that bit. Just just listen to nah, part nah, one. Nah, that'll be the main thrust of it. And what else um, is there? Hunger Games, Hunger One Games. Piece, Westeros, obviously Game of Thrones, yeah. uh, The Witcher, Futurama, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm living in that one. Yeah, That's that... my favourite at the why, moment. Why are you living in that one? I'll tell you. I'll tell you <laughs> the next time we record. <laughs> Alright, so I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Come up for part two. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. I've been Sean. Thanks. <laughs> Gotta work on that. Yeah, I will do. <laughs>